Hey, sister friend, it's Heather Georgiel, your certified life and NLP practitioner. And I'm Cynthia Fields, your CBF, certified best friend and mother of three. And together, we want to make doing the inner work not not suck by talking about all things womanhood, motherhood, sex, and And everything everything in between. between. Are you ready? Let's talk. This is the Sex and Motherhood Podcast. Hey, 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 it's the month of love. Love. Um, what did you do for Valentine's Day? Or, you know, unless you're single, single awareness day still counts. You can go out with the girls, your friends, whomever. You can still pamper yourself. You don't need someone. I mean, it is more fun when you have someone. That's true. We have been doing the same thing every year since we've been engaged. Dinner and a movie at home. Steak. It's always so good. This year, though, was fun because my oldest daughter, she is in preschool. So we did her Valentine's Day party. This was your very first experience of that. It was. And bless her teacher. I don't know how she does it. I don't, teachers, bless you all, because I don't have the patience for all of those kids. And, but they were so cute passing their little Valentines. And they were just, were so happy. And so like, I want to give you a hug. Thank you so much. That's so fun. That's so cool. It was just really fun to watch. That what about fun. you guys? What did you guys do? Um, well, me and Troy, we got to celebrate two Valentine's Days. And then after that, we were deathly sick, like, for each Valentine's Day. So when our kids were born, we decided to stop celebrating Valentine's Day because we were sick of being sick. Uh, however, now that we've decided to stop celebrating Valentine's Day, we're no longer sick on Valentine's Day. Ironic. Coincidence? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but our kids get really excited about it. They like doing the Valentines and, you know, they're turning nine and seven and then two. So they like to do the fun things. We did get to go and learn the Foxtrot, which was really fun. We're always the dinner and a movie kind of people. And now that we're a little further into marriage, we were like, we need to branch out. So we celebrated Valentine's on Saturday and we learned the Foxtrot and it was awesome there was like nine or ten other couples there it was really cool it was really cute guys because I saw them a few days later and her husband was like we have to show you the dance and so they danced for me in their living room and their kids were watching it was so cute it was so fun to see them both light up and learn something new together it was really cute it was actually really fun Heather can you believe our 5k is only like a month away no not even We've been training for about two months now, and it's been ups and downs, mostly on my end, because for some weird reason, I keep getting sick, whether it's my asthma or freaking norovirus. Like, keep your kids at home if they're sick, please, because I can't do it anymore. But at this point, I'm just planning on going out there and finishing. I feel like that's a great goal. Right? Because it will be our first one, and it's probably still going to be chilly. I mean, Utah, March, it's a hit or miss. It can either be warmer weather or still really freaking freezing. And if you're not here in Utah, we have this horrible thing called inversion. And if you have asthma like I do, like I literally was in the hospital last week because I couldn't breathe. And my doctor was like, no more working out outside. And I was like, well, great. Now what do I do? Where do I go from here? We roll with the punches. Well, you have to, especially when you have family. You're actually living a life because life happens. Yeah, it's just been pretty wild the last few weeks, but we are really excited for today's episode because 
while, you know, we've been talking about Valentine's Day, we really wanted to talk about what we started last week about our goals and where we wanted to go this year. Yeah. I I mean, I can't believe that it really is like mid-February that we're really not that far away from our first 5K. I'm super excited. One, I like the swag. And two, it keeps me accountable to achieving the goal that I actually want, which is to feel healthier, happier, confident. It's not to be skinny. I just want to put my jeans on and feel good. I just want to be able to like get a little love and loving from my husband with the lights on and not feel, you know, a little insecure when his hands ran down the side of my body. That's a me thing. It's definitely not a him thing because he doesn't think those things at all. But I just, I really want that. And so I'm someone who thrives on the external accountability, but you're not really the same way. No, I make a goal and then I really try and follow it. I feel like 90% of Americans, well, people in the world, I feel like, who make a goal and then they don't follow through. (laughs) I'm notorious for that. But it's really only like fitness goals that I have those problems with. I feel like I write everything down. If you guys know me, then you know I have a planner. I have like by hour how my day is going to look. I have to survive that way because my brain won't work any other way. But basically today we wanted to talk to you guys about how we came up with these goals and how we're going to achieve them so that if you're struggling with your goals, it's mid-February. I feel like a lot of people are struggling. We want to help you guys keep going, follow what you committed to doing to yourself. Yeah. Whether that's health, mental, emotional, I feel like that February is kind of the test of the universe being like, how bad do you really want it? How much do you love this goal? And let's just see if we keep doing it. And I used to work at a gym. I had a glimpse of like how setting the goal that wasn't really in line with what you really wanted would affect you early on. And I'm guilty of this. You set this goal, especially around fitness. I swear I've been trying to lose weight for like 15 years of my life. That's a long time. That's a long time to be like, all right, I'm going to lose weight. Oh, I'm going to lose weight this year. And it's annoying and it's frustrating. You see it. If you're a regular gym goer, you hate January because it's packed. It's packed to the brim. You drive by the gym and the cars are going up and down the aisles trying to find a parking spot. And then you have your regulars say, I can't wait until February when things just go back to normal. And I kind of find that pretty sad because just think of, you know, you set out with good intentions, but it stops. And why is that? When I was working in the gym, you'd see it on the faces of people coming in that they'd have this enthusiasm. And then slowly, in a matter of weeks, the enthusiasm's depleted. They start looking a little more weighed down by this commitment that they decided to take on and, you know, paying for a gym membership, which can get pricey. So now it's financial stress. They would look like they just felt overwhelmed. And you could see the thoughts racing behind their eyes, telling them that they weren't capable of change. Everyone's judging me. Why am I here? Why can't I just have the willpower? I mean, that's how it was for me. For years, that's how it was for me. Year after year after year. And it was exhausting and disheartening. Has that ever happened to you? I mean, I remember being 13 and being told every five pounds you lose, I'll give you 20 bucks. I look back at my 13-year-old self and I'm like, she did not need to lose that much weight. I was healthy. I was active. I could run like three miles. 
I could do all of these super fun things, but it's always been ingrained in me. Like you lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. So that's always been my goal, but it was never something that I really actually wanted. It was never the number that was affecting me. It was everything else. And so that's why this year I decided my goals were not about the number. It wasn't about being skinny. It wasn't about losing weight. It was about how do I feel? Can I tie my shoes without holding my breath? Or I would start something and then I would like lately get pregnant or I would be sick. And then I would just be like, oh, might as well just give up. Now I'm like, no, I really want this. I need this. Not just for myself, but for my future, my children. I want to be around when my grandkids are around. I can't do that if I keep giving up on my goals. What is that teaching my kids to give up? You know, of course I have felt the, I'm exhausted. I just want to give up. We all feel that way. It's just, you have to really dig deep. It's true. Trust me. There's a lot of goals out there that we all set, right? Financial, weight loss, fitness, mental health, going on five, six, five Ks in a triathlon. So many goals. So, so many goals, right? And there's particular times of years that we set goals. And usually the entire world is setting goals around New Year's, right? I hate New Year's resolutions. I have never liked them because I feel like the only time that you're told to set a goal is at the end of a year. And I feel like goals are able to evolve and you're able to adapt and Even if you start with one goal, you could be moving along that goal and then you decide, you know what, I actually want this piece of this goal more than this other thing. There seems to be a process that we've learned and followed to set these goals. So that's what we're going to talk about. We don't want to talk about the supposed to set goals or I have to kind of goals. But when we get to that point, your give up cycle sets in, which for me would be stress emotional eating, then I'm regretful, and then I feel like I failed, and then I get more stressed, and then I emotionally eat again, and then I I regret it again, and then I just start over, and it continues, and it goes in this nice circle. We've all heard of SMART goals, right? Maybe you've even heard of Atomic Habits. Maybe you've even heard of KISS Goals too. but what we want to cover in this episode is how to create goals that truly align with what you desire for yourself, your life, your health, or whatever it is for you. We were basically talking about like, what if it's not necessarily like us, that's the problem, but our goals. So we were trying to come up with strategies to set goals and we decided on the SMART goals. So SMART is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. I'm sure we've all heard of it. We've also heard of the KISS goals. So keep it simple, stupid. Or as my mom likes to say, keep it simple, sweetheart, because she doesn't like the word stupid. Um, And so we also have like atomic habits. So as Heather mentioned earlier, like you improve yourself every day by 1%. Even if it's like a half a percent, you're still improving. So what we, we came down is the SMART goals because we wanted to be able to like see everything on paper because that's how I roll. I'm really good at writing it all down. And so we just kind of wanted to share them with you. And when you think about it, every system works 100%. Every system works 100%. It's about taking the action and being consistent. It's just like all diets work, but it's taking action and being consistent. The point is, is that it needs to work for you. It needs to align with your life. It needs to align with your needs. It needs to align with 
how you want your life to feel, what you want to hear, all of the things. Because if it doesn't align with all aspects of your life, me and Cynthia will say this forever, everything is connected. Everything. Everything is connected. Normally I'd say everything. No, everything is connected. (laughs) Okay. And we want to be able to switch from entering the sabotage cycle so that we're actually being successful. So we don't have all of those unhelpful thoughts or the emotional eating or lots of anxiety and remove the, I am a failure or I'm not disciplined or I'm lazy or I'm not good enough because those two words, I am, are your most powerful advocate or your most powerful weapon. When we're saying the I am statements that we're being as positive as possible. Heather will catch me saying things. I'll be like, "Ugh, I am not made for this. And she's like, excuse me? And I'm like, I delete, mean, delete, delete. Yeah, she literally like pounds on my forehead and she's like, delete, delete, delete. Don't say pound. I don't pound <laughs> on her forehead. I tap with a she little bit of force. She lovingly does it. Lovingly taps. Me. Delete it because <laughs> you don't you don't want those statements to be your crutch, and that just means that you have limiting beliefs. Yeah. Behind those thoughts. And you can be like so stressed out with everything going on in your life with your goals. It's why we give up sometimes, but we have to just keep telling ourselves like, I am good enough. I am worthy of this goal. I am worthy of this commitment I made with myself. And that's, that's really what we need to just keep on doing. We need to be loyal to ourselves. What is that that you always say to me? not loyal to myself, but I need to have integrity with myself. Integrity. Yes. Because when you are honest with yourself, like to your core, you're able to do so much more than you ever thought that you could. And when it's not working out, usually something is out of alignment. Mm -hmm. Once again, it's all connected. If you want to set a goal, you have unconscious obstacles that will flow into your consciousness and sabotaging begins then. It'll begin again and again and again. And again. And again. And again and again. Yeah. So this time we are going to stop and we're going to investigate what we truly, truly want for ourselves. That means uncovering what we've hidden because we didn't want to deal with it then. So it's certainly going to come up now that we want to set a goal and achieve something to improve our life. So we have five keys to achieving your desired goal or the outcome of a goal. And the more questions that you ask, the more answers that you'll get and the closer you will be to actually feeling more in line with your goal. The five keys are, one, clearly specify your goal slash outcome. Two, vocalize your present situation slash positive state. Three, create your first steps. It's vital, you guys. That's so important. Four, establish your resources. And five, quantum linguistics. It sounds like an intimidating word, but don't worry. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. So first, clearly specify your goal. Okay, we're going to be taking the SMART goals or you can use the KISS goal strategy, but we're going to take it to the next level so you can create the outcome that you actually desire by setting a goal that aligns with what you're truly craving for yourself and for your life and for your finances or whatever your goal may be around. Because achieving your goal requires you to gain the greatest amount of clarity 
That means uncovering the possible challenges before they actually happen, which means, you guessed it, investigating by asking more questions because the more questions you ask, the closer you become to your goal. What kind of questions could you have to be more clearly specific about the goal that you want? You can begin by asking, you know, how is it possible that I don't have this now? Followed by what will I see, hear, feel when I have it? And then you can end with like a present tense statement. I have whatever I am or I do. Those are the first investigative investigative questions that you need to be asking yourself. Second, vocalize your present situation and the positive state that you're in. What that means is write out where you are right now in relation to your goal. What is your present situation? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What are you seeing? What does it sound like? All of the things, we call these submodalities of creating the picture of what your life looks like right now so that you're able to vocalize it. But then you can also visualize when we get to number three of how you want to create this goal. It's going to help you in creating your first steps if you can do these submodalities, the what do you hear, what do you feel, what does it sound like, how do I know that I've achieved it, what specifically do I want? These are the investigative questions that you want to ask. And third, third step is creating your first steps. So what Heather and I did, I'm going to kind of go through with you guys what we had decided to do um, with our with our own SMART goals. And one of the questions we asked ourselves was, how do we want to feel? You know, how do we want to feel inside? Do we fit in our clothes? We both wanted our bodies back. These are the main goals that we had for ourselves. So we wanted to feel sexier. Yeah, we really want to feel sexier. So some of the, you know, questions that we answered for ourselves to figure out like if these are going to be attainable is like one way I'm going to know is do my jeans jeans fit can I tie my shoes without holding my breath can Heather wants to be able to go up a flight of stairs without holding her not holding her breath panting losing her breath that's the word (laughs) and my and my heart rate ringing in my ears this is how we know that we've achieved our goal right Um, And then you follow up by, you know, the I am statements, like I am capable of doing anything. I can put my mind to this and I can achieve it because at the end of the day, almost anything we tell our bodies to do, it'll do it. It's mind over matter, you guys. And it's super important that you always remember that. And then you have to vocalize it. So I went to Heather and I was like, Heather, I want to feel good. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel confident. I want to be able to go back to Cynthia when she got married and be able to walk out butt naked and feel like I am the sexiest thing in the world. Because while I know I'm sexy, things have changed. I mean, having, if you've had children, then you know your body is different. Um, But I can get back to that confidence. And, you know, then you look back at now and I'm like, my clothes are fitting. That's how I know, you know, I'm feeling better on the inside. I have more confidence. I am able to go longer in the gym, harder in the gym and in the bedroom. Um, I was waiting for that. I'm like, she's going to say it. There's going to be an end in the bedroom in there. And so it's just, you know, everything comes together in these first steps 
And it's how you realize that this is really truly what you want for yourself. And it aligns because everything is connected. We will say that over and over and over and over and over again in every episode, I swear. But everything is connected mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all of the Lees, (laughs) all of them. It's all connected. And one important thing to remember, too, is when you're creating your first steps, we know ourselves pretty well. Nobody else lives in your body. Nobody else has your mind. Nobody else is you. We are all our own unique selves. And so there might be things you already know about yourself. Maybe you're like me and it's like, I can do this on my own. I know that I need to put in the work, but I thrive more when it's like, I know that Cynthia is relying on me to be somewhere at a certain time. Vice versa. Yeah. Like I, I thrive more on that. It gives me more of that support and that community that I need that I feel related to. And also that's why I sign up for 5Ks, guys, because that's also outer accountability. I invested money in this thing. And I don't know about you, but when I invest money in something, okay, well, most of the time, 80% of the time (laughs) when I invest money into something, (laughs) I follow through on it when it's definitely aligned. So that's something to remember as well. Or maybe you're more of like a half C and you're like, no, I'm internal and I'm external. And that's kind of like more like Cynthia. She's really good at planning things out and she has non-negotiables and that's writing in her planner every day. Shout out to she's in her apron planner because it is fantastic. It was the best gift I ever gave Cynthia. It was honestly my favorite Christmas present, my birthmas present. That's what I have to call it. I call it her birthmas. But it really like we all have non-negotiables in our lives and, you know, try and make those align with your goals because if they don't align it's not going to work and align with how you actually want to feel that's a great way to start a goal is how do you want to feel even if it's a daily goal how do I want to feel today and do the things that are going to have you feel that way so number four now you want to establish your resources everything in the world has been done before I mean everything we got amazing people out there and you are one of them so You may have already accomplished this goal and you just forgot, or maybe, you know, someone that's also accomplished this, maybe you already know someone that has accomplished this goal. But the first thing you want to do is ask yourself, AKA your unconscious, the right kind of questions. So you can recall the events or the memories that include the information that you need so that you can achieve the goal that you are setting for yourself now. And this is how you establish your resources. If you haven't achieved this goal before, like I said, reach out to someone who has. It's a great option. They're going to have tools. Ask them great questions so that they can also access their unconscious mind and also realize for themselves what they've accomplished because sometimes we need someone to remind us. And a way to do that, you can ask yourself this investigative question, Have I ever had or done this before? If you say yes, ask yourself when or how did I do it? This is your unconscious mind at work and it's going to deliver you exactly what you need so that you're consciously aware of it. And then number five, (laughs) number five is my favorite, quantum linguistics. Beep, 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 big word. Yes, it definitely sounds like an intimidating word, but really 
It's the best part because it's the virtual reality or the multi-dimensional aspect of how your thoughts are represented in your version of the world, which means it could be an alternate reality for you because we all don't have the same view of the world. And why would we want to have the same view of the world? Everyone wants to be unique. Yeah. I mean, maybe not everyone. Some people want to conform, but I don't think we're one of them. Yeah, no, I'm definitely (laughs) not. (laughs) The point is, is that you want to be able to confuse your conscious mind, that really loud part of you that is usually the first thing to say, just give up. This is too hard. Just give up. Our conscious mind is extremely loud. Whereas our unconscious mind, especially if you haven't been using her, is going to be a little quieter. She's going to feel a little throtted, a little dimmed. But for you to gain the best clarity and really align with what you want, you're going to want to speak to your unconscious mind and allow that space to open up because then you can have your inner thoughts and create from your virtual reality into a true reality. So questions would be like, what will happen if I get this? What won't happen if I get this? What will happen if I don't get this? Or what won't happen if you don't get this? Gaining this kind of clarity around your true desires for your health, yourself, or your life, it's going to help you be able to set goals that really fill you up and are in line with what you want rather than those supposed to or have to or enacting your self-sabotage cycle. Because, I mean, there's still going to be obstacles. Oh, yes. Of course, there's going to be obstacles. There's going to be detours and all for your good. Everyone is going to fail a little bit. If you're not failing, you're not moving. And you're not successful. You have to fail forward. Yeah, I like that. I heard it from somewhere once. I don't remember, but fail forward. I've never heard of that before. Fail forward. That's my new mantra. (laughs) I'm going to fail forward because the universe is always testing our commitments and our desires and what we really want with our lives. And so you just, you have to give yourself grace. You have to take the positive learnings and improve them with your goals and you have to evolve. Oh, please evolve. Your goals are never going to be the exact same. You could set, we could set this goal right now and we'll be like, oh, you know what? Actually, I don't want to do five, five Ks. I want to really focus on this triathlon and maybe we want to add another one in. I mean, we're not going to, I'm pretty set on the ones that we're doing, (laughs) but for instance, The way that we go about achieving this goal, though, could totally change. There's different things in our life that could change. Please allow yourself the space to evolve and adapt to obstacles, to the challenges, so that you are failing forward. Because there's nothing wrong with failing. I think we all think that failing means that you're the worst. It's not true. It just means that the universe is testing you and it's saying, how bad do you want this? Is this really what you want? Because let's face it, sometimes our fear can take over. It's true. And like our life is really determined on what we do after we fail. What are you going to do? Are you going to give in to that failure? Or are you going to pick yourself up? And are you going to say, I got this? Because it's all learning. We're on earth to learn. I mean, at least that's what I believe. I believe we're here to learn. And you can't learn if you don't fail. Because then what are you going to learn from? Nothing. Then you think you're the best. (laughs) You darn well could be the best. But how would you know unless you had some failure along the way? Something to relate to for yourself to see how far you came. 
that's a whole different comparison thing. Not all comparison is bad, but we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, another episode. But if you ever like find yourself tangled up in that web of, I can't do it. I can't do it. And there's this internal war. That's my specialty guys, because that's where I came from. That's why I love what I do because you can release those beliefs for reals all the way rooted from when you were six in your polka dot bikini with the cute little buttons on the side and you felt that you weren't good enough. Yes, that was me six years old feeling that I wasn't good enough. And when I was able to reevaluate that situation, that memory, that moment, that's not what actually happened, guys. I could rewrite that version. And when I think, oh, I don't think I am enough to be able to do that. I don't know. There's this loud voice in my head now. And it's weird because it's my own voice <laughs> and it sounds younger. But it's like my younger six-year-old self was finally seen and shown love and compassion. And who doesn't want to feel seen and understood? I know I do. So if that's you, please schedule a clarity consult with me so that you can move forward easier and break the unhelpful cycle that's really setting this self-sabotaging that's happening so you can't actually achieve the goals that you're desiring. These five keys are definitely going to open up the walls that you have set up and it's going to knock them down. But if you're still struggling and it's like this crazy web, like The Hobbit, I love that movie where they're all tangled up and you know, it's like, what the heck? And your thoughts are saying things to you and you understand them, but only if you're holding the sort of care that was really geeky of me, but still, (laughs) it's fine. It's fine. That is what we want for you. We want you to feel aligned and confident and empowered to pursue a goal that lights you up, truly lights you up. And we really want to be a part of it with you guys. So please let us be there with you on Instagram, on like a call with Heather or, or whatever it is, like you can reach out to us in the DMs. Like we're here for you. We're here to help you. We, we want to see you guys succeed in your goals and we want to succeed and we want to share them with you. And so we're going to keep you guys updated as we're going through our goals. Um, of our five K's of our five K's. We'll make sure to like link to the five K's again, just in case you are local to Utah and you want to like get in on these five K's and the triathlon mom with us. And if not, find a group of friends and sign up for your own 5Ks if that lights you up. Because let's face it, I 80% of why I do 5Ks or any type of races for the swag. Heather really likes medals, guys. I do. It's getting I, to her head. No, I'm just kidding. I but. do have a big head around medals. It is true. <laughs> it makes me feel like, how do I know I achieved the goal? Well, I feel better, but I also got a medal. Right? <laughs> so. so, but to recap, you guys, setting goals and achieving these goals, they're, they're two different things. You just have to remember that. You can achieve your goals easier than you've ever thought possible when they are aligned with what you're truly desiring for yourself and for your life. That means getting clarity using the five keys that we've talked about, the clearly specifying your goal and outcomes, the vocalizing your present situation and positive state creating your first steps. It's so important. Establishing your resources and going over the quantum linguistics. It's a big word, but it's very important. Very important. Think of it like a ladder. Okay, guys, you could set your first step way above your reach that that's when you start to self-sabotage because it's so unattainable. Whereas if you set little milestones for yourself, smaller steps, 
you start to build the confidence. It's like, oh, you're going to be able to get to the top of this ladder way faster than the person that has to leap five, 10 feet for each step that they're setting. Make it achievable. That's what that means. Make it achievable. So now that you have what it takes to achieve your goals, now that you know how to create your confidence and your ability to have what you want and when you want it, get out there and make this a reality. You just finished another episode of the Sex and Motherhood Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Feeling inspired? Go ahead, rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I want to hear your biggest takeaway. Skip on over to Instagram and leave a comment about your favorite part at sexandmotherhood.podcast. And remember to share with all your sister friends. Meet you here next week.